you need motivation and inspiration to get you off the couch and boss up? We've got you covered. Welcome to the Build or Destroy podcast. Self-improvement, education, business, relationships, financial literacy, investing, and doing for self. Let's do this. Here's your host, Anthony Barber Jr., a.k.a. The Builder. Yo, what's up, good people? It's your boy, back with another episode of the Bitter Destroy Podcast. And in this episode, we're going to get into something um, that I was thinking about. Um, and it, you know, in terms of, you know, investing and stock market and crypto and real estate and, you know, business ownership and anything, man, like... And that's being a student and the power of indifference. So let's get it. Now, when it comes to like being a student, I found that in my journey, at least just speaking for myself, um, as far as investing or success, failure, etc., I felt like my strongest attribute that I developed over the years was the ability to be indifferent. Now, like, what do I mean by like being indifferent? Is that like saying like, like I don't care at all? No. Is that like saying that I, I'm, I ignore everything? No, quite the contrary. Like indifference is basically, you know, to put it simple for you, being indifferent to something is you know, watching it, but not entertaining 100% of it. You know, uh, basically, you put a filtering mechanism on the experience. Like, it's like you're at the movies. You can watch a movie one time, and it might be a good movie. You might give it like a 7 out of 10. But if you watch it a second time, you might catch something in the movie that you didn't catch the the first the first time, and then third time you might watch it. You might catch something else. Like that's like that's like how it is. But in life, in those in those moment to moment scenarios, being indifferent and training yourself to be indifferent is a way of like condensing a hundred experiences into one. Like you're you make your filter specific to your needs. So. What I'm getting at is, is like, nobody's wrong. Nobody's inherently wrong. Nobody's inherently right. It is what it is. And you have to figure out for yourself, like, what's important to you and what sort of things are valuable to you. So a, a good way for me to, to, to filter out things is... I look at life like nature and I look at people like a buffet. 
you know, um, I know that might sound weird. That might come off in a weird way, but like, let me explain. So uh, the reason why I use the, the example of a buffet is what's a buffet? Well, a buffet is a place that has a, a wide assortment of food. Some of the food items you will just pass over because they're not really, you know, to your liking. And it's not something that you have a taste for. But it's a lot of stuff, you know, in a buffet that you are automatically going to go towards because you're familiar with it. You know what it tastes like. And then there's other things that look appetizing that you might try. And then there's certain things that you would never try in a million years, no matter who served it, who cooked it or whatever. Like you're just opposed to it. And that's cool. And that's how people are. But you got to understand, like if you if you look, if you took people and, and kind of put them in a box and said, I don't like this type of person or I don't like that type of person or this person can't teach me anything or this person can't teach me anything or show me anything. You're now operating from a space of, you know, idiocy, like you're being an idiot because like everybody has something to teach you. Like everybody does, like a, a child can teach you things. Um, just like a like an older person can teach you something because they've been through a lot and they've been through more than you have. A younger person, a person younger than you can teach you things because they've been through things from their perspective in life that you haven't been through because how could how could you? You're not them. And that's what I'm saying. Like, so everybody has certain skills and certain things and certain tricks and tips and shortcuts and techniques that they can teach you that you otherwise on your own would never be able to learn because you don't have the time. None of us have the time. You don't you don't have enough time to learn everything. That's why being a fool is a good thing, because if you're a fool, at least a fool that recognizes that he's that he or she is a fool, you're you have an unlimited capacity for learning. Because now you're looking at the situation from a perspective of I'm a blank piece of paper. You know, I can learn anything. You know, I I don't know everything, therefore I can learn anything. And then and now you're just now it's just a, a game of trying to figure out what specific things that you you know what specific things that you want to learn. And then you and that's and that's how you play it. So, you know, like when I got into stock trading, for example, you know, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. You know, I watched a few YouTube videos, um, things of that nature, and I literally was like fumbling around. Like get I got lucky a few times. I got most of the time I just got I got I lost money. Um and it wasn't until like I I brought my laptop in. I was at I was at the airport. I was working at an airline at the time. I brought my laptop in and I had picked up a shift, you know, back then, you know, I was, it was a union shop. So like the particular airline, like you could pick up shifts. So I was working doubles while I was going to aviation school. And uh, I was working, I picked up a day shift and I brought my laptop in and I was trying to, you know, trade some stocks and, you know, looking at just looking at stocks and playing around and stuff. 
and uh, it, a couple of my work, my work associates at the time, these older guys, they kind of looked over at me, scratching my head and looking at charts and, you know, they could tell I didn't know what the fuck I really was doing. And like one of them came and tapped me on the shoulder and sat down and was like, hey, you know, young man, you know, you, I see, you, you know, you looking at stocks, you, you getting into the stock market. And like the look on his face was like, it's like he, he wanted to like, it's like he, he was, he was ready to explode. Like he was ready to like, yeah, he was holding on to something like he, like he wanted to just like shower me with a bunch of like information. Like he, that's how, that's the look he had in his, in his face. Like I do like for the first, like he was, he was happy that I was struggling, not because he was like happy to see me struggle, but he was happy because he was like, finally, like I can actually show somebody some of this stuff that's actually interesting. And this is what he told me. Cause he was like, man, well, like I haven't, I've been working here 18 something years, 18 plus years. And I've never seen a young person, especially an African-American person come in here and, you know, trading stocks or investing in the stock market like and, and that kind of blew my mind because I was like damn you know really you never seen a, a black person you know investing in stocks and he was like well yeah I mean everybody had company stock you know that's that's kind of like that was that came along with the 401k package you got company stock you know and stuff like that but like as far as like trading stock investing in stock dividends options trading all that stuff like nobody was into that stuff like you know and he was like he traded options and uh he was like well yeah you know i play options and i play you know i play forex and stuff like that and i was like well, what's that and like he literally took me under his wing and started showing me some things you know as far as like okay this is what this indicator does this is you know actually breaking stuff down to me in a palatable way that i could understand no matter how dumb of a question I asked and he told me he said there's no such thing as a dumb question ask me whatever you know if, if I'm if I'm talking too fast slow slow tell me to slow down if you're not understanding something tell me you don't understand and I'll try to like t- I'll try to break it down for you in a in an easy digestible way and like when I tell you like that was like the best thing because like I felt for the first time I felt absolutely okay with being an idiot I felt absolutely okay with, with feeling insecure. I felt totally okay with being dumb and not knowing every fucking thing. Cause like, you know, I like to be knowledgeable. Like I like, you know, you it's a certain sense of pride you have when you're when you're knowledgeable in your field and you know what the fuck you're talking about and you can stand with your chest poked out and stuff like that. But this was very humbling. And I had to humble myself. I had to like go to a to that dark place where my ego was until my ego to sit the fuck down and listen to what this man was trying to tell me. And that was like the best decision I made because like I, I, from that day on, I brought a notepad in. I was taking notes. Like I was in school, like I was in school at the same time in school. So I, every time I worked a day shift and worked a double shift or something or worked a weekend shift and he was working, I made sure I brought my laptop in I made sure I brought my my, 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 my notepad in with a, with a fresh pen and ready to take notes and ask him a bunch of dumb off the cuff questions about stock trading and options trading and how to do this and how to do that and 
why is it like this and why is it like that? And I learned so much like within like a six month span that I, I, I could never get that type of like knowledge trying to learn on my own because it was it was specific to my needs. This is what I'm trying to get. And, and I had to be indifferent. I had to be indifferent to the fact that this was an older gentleman teaching me this. I had to be indifferent to the fact that he was white and I was black. I had to be indifferent to the fact that we were in two different age groups. I had to be different. I had to be indifferent to the fact that I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. And he clearly knew more than me. You know, was this was his technique bulletproof? No. Was he like making millions of dollars a day or some shit? No. But he was like he was making money every day. He was making a couple hundred dollars a day or a couple a couple thousand, you know, on a good day. But he and he was whenever he did trade, you know, he was making money. He, he wasn't taking a lot of losses. So I was like, dude, like this is this is something I need to get into because like this dude is sitting here making money while he's making money. Like he's at work making money while he's making money. And you know that kind of started me on my journey. But long story short, what I'm trying to get at is. There's power in being indifferent. There's power in sitting your ego down and being willing to be a student of the universe. Being be a student, and I'm trying, and I'm not trying to sound super duper lyrical, miracle, spiritual here. I'm just saying that when I say universe, I mean like knowledge is universal. Knowledge is 360 degrees, meaning that it's all around you. If you look at knowledge that way, then you can learn from anything and everything, situations, people, circumstances, books, anything, any, every, anything can teach, everything can teach you something. There's a lesson in everything. So you're always a student. Like if you, if you look at, if you look at yourself, like you're always going to be a student and you're never going to live long enough to learn everything there is to learn in the world because you're not. Then you, all you got to do is ask yourself a simple question. Okay, what do I want to learn specifically to me in my life? What 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 do what would I like to learn? And then you can be purposely indifferent and shit won't offend you. You won't be apprehensive about certain things. You won't be unwilling to take advice from this person or that person because of their ethnic background or because of their religious background or because of their age or because of their skin color, or because of their accent, or because of where they work, or because of where they grew up, or because of how affluent or how poor they are or whatever. Like you will look at everybody just across the line as the same type of human that's capable of, of sharing information that you otherwise wouldn't be able to have access to. And the only way you unlock those doors is if you're indifferent. It's power in that. You know, I see a lot of people out here and they struggle with investing. They struggle with making money. They struggle with starting businesses. And it's like fear, man. It's like an overwhelming amount of fear that people have. And a lot of it comes, it boils down to people caring about what other people think. They're not indifferent. I, I think that's the key. Like a lot of people are incapable or, or at least they don't allow themselves to be indifferent. They're pigeon-held by their culture. They're pigeon-held by their race. They're pigeon-held by their religion. They're pigeon-held by what society put on them. They're pigeon-held by what their parents put on them. It's all these mental shackles that they have on their brain. 
and the shackles are basically squeezing the fuck out of their brain and it won't let them loose it won't it won't let it won't let you grow you got to take the fucking chains off man you got to take the fucking chains off and you have to be willing to learn from any and everybody that's the only way you're going to truly be excellent truly be powerful you know truly be the best the best version of yourself that you can be i'm not sitting here trying to preach to you i'm telling you what i fucking know i'm telling you from firsthand experience like this is what has helped me be successful besides the fact of me you know being you know willing to to, to go through pain and 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 being able to look at the crotch of life and the asshole of life and say yep there's shit in there but you know it is what it is you know what i'm saying like sometimes you step on some shit bro like sometimes you go through shit sometimes you, you your bones break sometimes you're going to be sore you know but at the same time bro you're alive like you know how many people don't get to live to be 18 24 36 40 50 60 you know how many people seriously you know how many people on earth never get to live to be certain ages they get taken out by disease they get taken out from stress they get they die in their sleep they die from gunshots the sickness you know or, or or they don't even or sometimes they don't even die sometimes they, they get a debilitating disease that prevents them from doing something that they put their whole life into imagine being like a imagine being an athlete right you're born with really good genetics and then all of a sudden you get into a car wreck and you can't play basketball no more you can't play football no more you can't play hockey no more you can't play golf no more you can't you can't do these things that were like normal to you before and it's like and and, and you will look at that situation and but like, man it's fucked up and it's like okay it is fucked up but like you're alive bro and so what else are you going to do? You you have unlimited potential to do anything. Everybody's a big baby at the end of the day. Even if you're 80 years old, you're still a child. Cuz you don't know you don't know every fucking thing. Like what hap- what happens like like I, like my son, man. I love my baby, man. My son, my baby, my firstborn, 4 years old, like willfully ignorant. He does shit, and a lot of times I have to catch myself because, like, I, I try to jump in front of him, you know, and prevent him from doing certain things. Not because it annoys me, but because I don't want him to get hurt. You know, I try to prevent him from being hurt. You know what I'm saying? And I realize, like, I have to catch myself sometimes and like let him go through certain things so he can feel a certain amount of pain. You know, like obviously keep him from dying. You know, like make make sure I'm close enough to him to try to like be there for him if I really need to be there for him, or to like to make sure he doesn't like totally go left and jump off the deep end and do some wild shit. But like, I'm I'm slowly starting to understand this this whole parenting thing as far as like, okay, let me let me let me ease off of him a little bit. Let me stop being so helicopter and let him. You know, if he get a little scraped up, bruised up banging up okay that's that's just what it is like it's a learning experience for him you know he's gonna cry he's gonna pout you know he's gonna have a bruise or whatever but like like it's so crazy because like he'll he'll get a he'll get a bruise on his head like he'll hit his head and he won't even flinch 
Like he might cry for like a couple seconds, but then he'll go right back to playing with a big giant knot on his forehead. And I'm just like, damn, bro. Like, it's like you don't see that big giant swollen knot, that cartoon looking knot on your forehead. And he's he doesn't care. Because he's like, bro, I'm playing right now. I'm playing with the dog or I'm outside or I'm running around or, hey, let's play catch or, hey, let's let's play baseball or, hey, let, let's go. Let, come with me. Let me go ride my bike. You know what I'm saying? Let's go for a hike. Like, he don't care. He's on to he's on. He's living life. He's living life. And one thing he taught me is, yeah, you don't. Yeah. If you if you willingly throw yourself into life, life is going to happen to you. But at the same time, while at the same time, while life is happening to you, you're happening to life like you're alive. So like shit happens to him and he still keeps pushing. He's like, whatever, like, OK, I hit my head, you know, whatever. But he's not even looking at it the way I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it, I'm trying to put ice on it. I'm like, damn, bro, like this is man. What the hell are you doing? Like, he's just like, come on, man, get that ice off of me. Let's go outside. Like, he don't care. He doesn't care. It's like a, it's like one of the coolest things I've ever seen, you know, and it's like, it's a beautiful thing. So like, just to keep cut it, just keep it cut it short, man. Like, that's just what it is. You have to be indifferent, like a child. You have to be indifferent, show indifference to things, you know, be present. You know what I'm saying? Listen, you know, entertain, you know, don't, you don't have to entertain everything, but be present. Watch the movie. Take the parts out of the movie that resonate with you. Take the parts out of the conversation that resonate with you. Take the parts out of the lesson that resonate with you. Fuck the person that's telling you. Somebody's giving you sound advice, but they're the ugliest person in the world. Ignore the fact that they're that they're, they're, they're that they're ugly to you. Is what I'm saying. If, don't focus on the fact that an ugly person is. Don't put it into context. Don't then you start putting it into a box. Like, oh man, this ugly dude gave me this advice. And now like you're you're letting the fact that the person's ugly overshadow the fact that they gave you sound advice. Or you might say, Oh, this fat ass person gave me this try to give me some advice. It's like, did they try to give you advice or did they give you advice? And then you focused on the fact that they were fat. Like, fuck all of that, bro. Like just just take the advice. It's just like a compliment. If somebody walked up to you and said, Oh my god, you're so gorgeous you know, to, to a female or, oh my God, you're so handsome to, to a man. Like, you telling me you're going to get offended because you're going to start nitpicking with what the other person is doing or what the other person is wearing or what the other person look like? Or are you just going to sit there and take the fucking compliment and shut up and say, thank you? You're not going to say, I don't accept compliments from fat people. I don't accept compliments from black people. I don't accept compliments from white people. I don't accept compliments from Asians. I don't accept compliments from LGBT. I don't accept compliments from like, bro, get the fuck out of here, bro. You just, you're gonna sit there with your happy ass and you're gonna take the compliment. You're gonna be indifferent and you're gonna and you're gonna take the compliment. What I'm saying to you is, learn and and and, and nurture that indifference, so you, that you can open yourself up to learning more, so that you can grow and be more, you know, so that you can actually start learning things and not start compartmentalizing everything into, and making everything into a thing. I'm out.
Thanks for listening to the Build or Destroy podcast with your host, Anthony Barber Jr., a.k.a. The Builder. We hope you enjoyed our deep dive into all the tips and tricks you can use to boss your life up. If you're interested in expanding your mind and reaching your definition of freedom and how these ideas and views can be applied in the real world, tap in with us next week. As always, you can head over to www.builderslsb.com to cop some motivation, dope merch, and sign up to our email list. And don't forget to check out all the links and resources in the show notes. That's all for this episode, folks. And as always, boss up instead of laying down.